0: is going on everyone? Anthony Drew Gary here, host of The How To Show, where we talk about optimizing life, money, and happiness one how-to at a time. This week I want to spend some time talking about the process of selling a home and how you might want to think about doing that in such a way that you cannot pay taxes uh, when you sell that house. So to frame this up, we're, we're going to assume a couple of things on the front end because these rules specifically relate to folks who are living in the houses in which they're selling. And so that, that's where a lot of these uh, opportunities to save on these taxes come from. So if we start to, to think about this, let let's just build a little story in and, and we'll, we'll go along along with the process. So let's assume, you know maybe five years ago, Houses weren't as expensive as they are right now. And so somebody bought a house and let's say they paid $200,000 for the house. And throughout the last five years, their situation has changed and they need to move across the country for a new job or just some scenario has happened where it makes sense that uh, now is the time to sell that house. So let's also say that the markets, you know, it's gotten hotter right now. The, the real estate market in general is hot inventory is low and houses are selling for maybe more than they've ever sold for before so let's say that this house that, that these folks bought for two hundred thousand dollars is now selling and let's say they accepted an offer and they're they're gonna buy it for 325. so that presents an opportunity here where the difference between what the folks bought the house for and sold the house for 200 to 325 is a hundred and twenty five thousand dollars worth of gains and so whenever there's a gain the the government likes to get involved and they like to, to have an opportunity to tax gains and fortunately the way that the rules are set up right now as long as someone is living in the house as an owner occupant for two out of the last five years so that doesn't have to be the the last, the most recent two years, it can be any two out of the last five. So let's, let's go back to that example. You know, they bought that house five years ago. Uh, Let's say during the middle of those five years, they went and they traveled the world for a year. It still counts because they lived in that house for two out of the last five years. So the way that the rules are set up right now, you can make $250,000 worth of, of capital gains selling your house. If you're single or up to five hundred thousand dollars in capital gains on the sale of your house if you're married so in the instance of this story that we're, we're making here the the gap between 200 to 325 in in the sense of a hundred and twenty five thousand dollars of, of capital gains made by the sale of that house they're paying no taxes on it because they were living in that house so that is a circumstance where just you know, general appreciation in the, in the real estate market has allowed these folks to sell a house for more than they bought it for, and they're not gonna have to pay any taxes because of the way that the capital gains tax structure is set up for owner-occupied real estate. So that's the situation in which you're just living in your house, going through your daily process, and, and you've got a good result at the end of it. But there's a different way to think about this in the sense that because the rules are set up the way they are for owner occupants, there's an opportunity for what is called a live in flip. And so this is, this is a scenario where let's say that you're willing to get a little dirty in the sense that you're willing to buy a house and and live in it while you're fixing it up and, and making it more than it currently is. So let's change that scenario a little bit and let's say that, you know, Somebody, they buy a house five years ago and they get a really good deal on it, but it needs a lot of work to be repaired. And let's say they buy that house for a $100,000. And over the next five years, little by little, they save up and they start making repairs to this house. You know, they do some of it themselves. They do a little bit of it. You know, they hire some labor to to make some repairs that they don't feel comfortable doing themselves. And just along the way, they, they spend the next five years improving that house but the entire way they're making it better and the entire way they're, they're living in it, just improving it. So those folks can then go ahead and, and based on what the market bears at the, the time that they go to sell it, let's say that that $100,000 house is now worth three hundred and fifty dollars to $400,000 because they did a lot of work and they're benefiting from appreciation in the marketplace. So there's an opportunity there where if they sell this house for let's say $300,000, there's a $200,000 gap between what they bought it for and what they sold it for, minus of course any of the expenses that they they had when they, they did these actual repairs. But again, because the rules suggest that owner occupants do not pay capital gains tax on the sale of real estate in which they're living in, they have the opportunity to basically become house flippers in the sense that they're flipping their own house they're living in. And at the end of the, the journey where they sell that house, as long as they've been living in it for two out of the last five years, they can sell that house and not have to pay any long-term capital gains taxes on it. So I just wanted to introduce a, a new thought process in terms of, of how to buy and sell a house, or more specifically, how to sell a house and not have to pay any, any taxes on the process. So if this is something that may be interesting to you, maybe maybe you're not looking for that house when you go to buy a house that's at the top of your price point. Maybe you're looking for something that needs a little bit of work because that, that process of, of making repairs to a house may not have any tax implications on the end of it. So I am not a tax attorney. Uh, you're more than welcome to consult one. In fact, I encourage you to do that, but I just wanna give a generalized idea of how that rule works so that the people that are improving their houses that they're living in don't have to live in in any sort of fear of substantial taxes because they made their houses nicer. That is gonna bring this episode of the show to a close. As always, if you got any value out of this video or if you wanna share it with somebody else, hit the like button so that the YouTube algorithm can know that this is a video that you got value from and it'll share it with other people to do the same. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button so that you can be the first to know about new videos as they come out. They're still coming out every Wednesday and I don't see that stopping anytime soon. And if you have an idea or you wanna leave some feedback, maybe you've got a, a topic for a future idea for the show, leave me a comment so that I can engage with you and respond to those. I respond to all my comments and it's a lot of fun doing that. So that's gonna bring this episode to a, to a wrap. This is Anthony Drew Gary, host of The How To Show, signing off.